0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for turning on this podcast when I'm high and uh, welcome to this uh, new interview. I um, as long as things have gone to plan, I think you've had four interviews, four brand new interviews. and uh, this this one is a, a very f- uh, special guest. He is a friend of mine. We have known each other. Our families have known each other for decades, upon decades. Our moms actually met when they were teens. Um, and so we've known each other for literally as long as I can remember. Um, I'm going to go ahead here and introduce my friend Devin Champlin. How you doing? Hey, hey, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks, man. That's awesome. Um, th- I like to get the uh, my guest's plugs out at the beginning. So um, you have a business, uh, a shop called Champlin Guitars. Can you uh, tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so uh I, I I own a storefront downtown Bellingham, Washington, where I live. Um, it's a really small shop and I do guitar repair here and sell used guitars and strings and stuff like that. The the bulk of my business is doing repair work for people. Yeah, setting up people's guitars, fixing them and then for a long time um, before I opened the shop, I had been mostly focused on just building custom guitars, um, acoustic guitars primarily. And uh, yeah, to date, I've built almost seventy guitars, uh, custom for people, and and I still have a wait list out for those. So like I'm I'm I build them when I can. Right now, I'm kind of like I feel like I've kind of overextended myself business wise, like where I've I've kind of bitten off. Quite a hefty bite here, um, but uh, but it's pretty awesome. And, of course, with COVID stuff, my shop is currently closed, so that, that sort of actually helps me in a way just to organize my time a little bit better. But, yeah, so guitar repair and building and all things related with stringed instruments in general.
0: Um, yeah, I have seen pictures of these guitars that you make, and they are absolutely beautiful i am totally gonna post some pictures and i'm gonna post a link to your shop at least one or two links into the show notes so uh if people want to check out your work they can see it there Um uh, and what what instruments in addition to guitars what instruments do you work on and do you play
1: yeah uh so i play uh i mean the easy answer is you know kind of anything with strings really but um and not like i'm you know i'm not not trying to brag and I'm, I'm no virtuoso by any <laughs> means but uh but I do like to you know to mess around on instruments so some I'm more comfortable than others but you know I play the fiddle and the mandolin and the guitar are probably my main three I mess around with the bass once in a while um and you know ukulele and you know yeah pretty much I, I get the chance to mess around with other cool stringed instruments here and there people bring stuff into the shop so um I always love messing with them and tinkering with them but pretty much anything anything that's in the string instrument family um i i enjoy working on and setting up yeah so yeah anything from mandolin to like a charango or a lute or you Mm. know like the 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 ones that people don't see every day (laughs) um you know i don't see them every day but but when they come in it's really cool um, there is a violin shop like just down the street here, uh, and the owner of that shop, Dorothy, is awesome and a friend of mine. And so, generally, when people have like violin or cello type mm-hmm. stuff, I just send them down the street to her. Um, but uh, other than that, pretty much, uh, you know, all the other kind of string stuff, let me have it.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. I've uh, <laughs> I've seen some videos of you performing. Um, for some reason, this one sticks out. Uh, In my memory of I think it was you and somebody who were both playing like a banjo together at the same time or something like that And I was just blown away at your your instrumental skills and your singing skills Um, What what was what was the name of that group or that duo? I guess.
1: Yeah, that that, it was a duo the Gallus brothers uh, G.A.L.L.U.S. Gallus.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, we played
1: pretty much from 2005 up until a few years ago, yeah, that, and it was just myself and Lucas Hicks. Who, um, yeah, he's you know was one of my best friends in the world, and uh, he 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 passed away. Um, oh, geez. You know, yeah, I don't know if we if we had ever really talked about that, but um, he had cancer for a long time, so um, it was something that he had dealt with, and uh, so it took him at 39. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, but gosh, he was such an amazing creative, uh, just musical person. Uh, he, you know, he, he, you know, I mean, even, even beyond the creativity and the music, he, he just had a spark, you know, he was the type of guy who kind of, uh, you know, just kind of turned heads and would really just, uh, he, he brought a lot of light into this world for sure. And, uh, yeah, and playing music with him, uh, over the years and performing with him was, was, uh, something that, I feel honored to have been able to do and was really a joy and and yeah like you mentioned we we came up with a bunch of tricks so you know or you know more theatrical sort of uh elements to our music and including where we do some acro balance stuff where Mm. you know um you know he you know I'd get Lucas up kind of like you know one leg on my shoulder one leg on my other leg, and then you know, we'd pass the ukulele back and forth, or he'd be juggling, and hmm. um, you know, we, d- we did a lot of stuff like that, um, you know, especially early on when we first started playing together, um, and we just yeah, we had a bunch of fun with that stuff, yeah. And there's some, there's some, there's a bunch of videos of it out there because definitely when we, when we did that stuff, people, people loved to film it <laughs> out came yeah, the phones, yeah. so uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you go down the YouTube trail of the Gallus brothers, you'll, you'll you'll find some some entertainment for
0: sure that's really awesome that you got to make amazing music with this guy and and there's a video evidence of that so yeah I definitely urge everybody to go uh, check all that stuff out Yeah. well we are going to talk about um, music a bit more later um, because that's that's sort of one of the big topics that comes up with cannabis Um, but before we get to that can you tell me the first time that you remember that you tried cannabis um and if it wasn't this time the first time that it actually worked and it got you high
1: yeah yeah and no, I remember it pretty well um so I don't know if you remember this or really knew this but um but i in in my high school years I, I got really into the punk punk scene punk music and um, would go to the Fireside Bowl a lot in Chicago, and um, and I, I got got marginally into the straight edge scene, which uh is like kind of like a sub sect of like the hardcore punk scene, and it's yeah. all people who basically, yeah, don't you know, are, are sober, you know, or you know, and there's there's very you know, varying degrees of it, you know, like you know, militant straight edge, whatever you know, or di- different people who with different attitudes about it, but for myself, I was I was really into the idea of like, yeah, I don't do drugs, I don't drink, I don't need any of that, and uh, you know, without ever having really tried anything or have ha- having had experience, but uh, it, it worked for me, it made sense for me, and uh, and I connected with, with the scene along with it in that way. So, mm-hmm. coming from that place, uh, when at some point I think, I guess I must have been 17 or 18, like I said, I was, I was into that scene. I was more just into the music and the social environment than like really caring super strong about, you know, calling myself straight edge or even really like having like subscribing to one philosophical belief or style. And so I think, you know, my mind was, you know, <laughs> opening up as it should be as you're, you know, 17, 18. Right. But, uh, so I was out skateboarding and, Lo and behold, I was I was by myself and uh, and I skateboarded a lot at that time and and I found a bag of weed. What sitting on the ground? Yeah, <laughs> I swear. Uh, you know, and this is like what like 1997 or something. So this is like you know in Chicago, and so I'm I'm skateboarding around and under like this park bench or like next to it is a bag of weed, and I saw it and and I knew what it was. I mean, like you know, I, I had friends who smoked weed I, I recognized it I was like oh weird <laughs> you know and uh and I just like picked it up put it in my pocket and like kept skating and kind of you know and then like I when I got home i like put it on my shelf um it was just kind of like I wonder what I'll do with this and my, my thoughts were like I'm going to sell this to somebody right or or ask a friend you know like because it's like I don't do this I don't know what you know and then Um, And then I just kind of forgot about it. And I had it for like a week or two. And I don't really know what sparked this. Like, it's, it's just one of those times where I must have just been kind of home. I was listening to records. And I mean, I can't say it was boredom. I mean, it was just curiosity, I guess. But I just, you know, it's it, it struck me that, you know, I could try this I guess you know you know maybe you know I guess it's right here it kind of fell into my lap you know I might as well see what it's all about you know and um and my brother had he was he had moved out of the house at that point um and uh I had you know already rifled through his his like random like drawer of stuff that he had left behind um and and I I found uh you know a pipe I remember there was a pipe that I had seen before so I grabbed this pipe and um and I loaded it up and and uh, and made some smoke. And not much happened that first time. So I know you asked me about the first time I actually got high, but that was just an introduction to how it even came to
0: me, which is an amazing story.
1: I know, right? You know, it's just like it just seemed so like uh, meant to be cosmically in this way or something. Um, at the time, like w- once I did end up really liking it. So then. I tried it again, I feel like either the next night or the night after, because I enjoyed the act of smoking it, and I remember just kind of laying there being like, am I high? What, uh, what is this about? You know, right. like like everybody, you know, and then, um, but yeah, the next time I did smoke it, like I for sure like got high, and, and really classically, without even really knowing what I was doing or knowing how... Um, how like cliche this was like i lit a candle and and i had a bunch of my dad's records um and i was i was listening you know uh, lp into vinyl records at the time and uh and i had his old copy of dark side of the moon Mm -hmm. pink floyd's classic like album to get stoned to and um like with without knowing any of that history like that that's like such a good stoner album (laughs) and i put it and i put i put it on and you know just kind of like went on like, a you know, a miniature mild psychedelic journey, staring at the candlelight flickering on the, on the ceiling and listening to that music. And then after that, yeah, I was, I was pretty much like, yeah, this is awesome. I want to do this always and forever. And, uh, and started skateboarding doing it. And like, that was huge. And, but anyway, yeah, so that, that was my first, first experience.
0: Um, (laughs) I, I really love that. Um, I think I mean it, there's so many funny things along the way, um, but I, I think it's especially cool and interesting to me that you you were at home alone uh, for the first time. That's I feel like that's such a rare occurrence. Usually, the first time people try it, they're with you know their friends who have maybe done it before, or you know an older cousin or something like that. But you that just fell in your lap, and. Uh, and you were alone and went and did like the perfect thing, watch a candle and listen to dark side of the moon. I mean, what else? that's perfect.
1: (laughs) I know it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel, I, I've always felt really, uh, I don't know what the word is, but, um, but I, I, I feel glad that for whatever reason that my first experience with that was just completely on my own accord without, uh, On my own timing you know without without being like somebody being like here's some weed you should smoke it and me being like I don't know or at a party or at like maybe some like slightly negative circumstances it was it was really just sort of some uh innocent
0: self-exploration which yeah (laughs) yeah it
1: probably is pretty rare and I'm really stoked that that's how it happened for me
0: yeah that's cool do you do you remember any of the uh the thoughts that were going through through your head while you were listening to the music you know not really uh I mean if anything I I do remember
1: I I mean I you know I think maybe there was some amount of like non-thought or you know like like attempting to not I don't know meditate you know but just uh you know i i remember more just the feeling and just kind of like enjoying the experience you know so i i don't remember having any real deep thoughts you okay. know uh, you know at you know yeah it wasn't like i was like oh wait a second <laughs> you know like yeah having those kind of epiphanies that maybe i had later on with with that and stuff yeah it was more about enjoying the music enjoying the music and just just the feeling i mean i remember feeling very much like my body feeling high also, like feeling like, you know, like kind of pulsing with the music. And I remember mm-hmm. just the light had such a glow to it that, you know, I'd never really experienced. And um, yeah, just just kind of overall, just just feeling it and just kind of trying to or not even trying, but just just really just kind of going with that, you know, going with the experience.
0: Yeah. And just being in it. Yeah. So when you think of cannabis in general, is there a particular story from your life other than that one that sort of jumps out at you? Is there a um, you know, one that really sticks in your memory?
1: Hmm Well, not I I, I guess nothing came to mind, so um <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I mean I have lots of, you know, lots of stories along with it. Um I mean, I think, you know, I think of two things because, uh, I, I hardly, uh, use cannabis anymore. Um, and you know, it, 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 it doesn't seem to do much for me or, or if anything, like I, you know, uh, I never find myself quite in the right, the right headspace where, where it's really feels enjoyable or productive for me to, to use. But cause there, there are plenty of times where I'm like, oh man, I'd really just like to like just smoke a little weed right now and uh and and i i I do think about a time from pretty early on like probably this would have been like maybe i'm just guessing here but probably like the 10th time that i smoked weed after after that pink floyd experience i described and where i just was so giddy and so happy and silly and 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 lightweight and just uh You know, uh, just it it was really a wonderful experience that I had. And I was just I was walking around late at night um, just by myself and just just really enjoying everything. And I think back to that. And that's that's what I would love to experience with cannabis. And um, and and I've had a hard time finding that anymore. So um, Mm -hmm. that's, you know. But yeah. So if anything, you know, it, it when it you know, often when I do think about like the desire to smoke some weed or or eat it or whatever it's like i'm like well if i could somehow you know find that sort of feeling then then gosh i'd be all in
0: (laughs) yeah and you know people change as they get older and you know their lives change and so it's not always something that fits into their life anymore Um, yeah so yeah that 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 makes sense um so you you mentioned smoking and eating it um do you do you prefer one or the other? I assume you have more experience with smoking. I've pretty much
1: all, almost exclusively just just smoked it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. More recently, um, I have done some edibles and um, and vaped it, I guess, or I don't know, you know, um, yeah. done some of that stuff with folks. But uh, but yeah, ninety five percent of of the times I've used cannabis has been
0: smoking it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you said that you don't really do it that much anymore. Um, If you had to guess these days, you know, how how often is it? Is it once a year, once every two years? It's a few times a year.
1: You know, I'll, Mm -hmm. you know, I actually like I have, (laughs) it's funny, I've had like, like randomly as just in my life, people have given me weed that they've, you know, either grown or that they've gotten from wherever, um you know, like as a musician, like it's funny, like people mm-hmm. will tip you with that. I think, I think people often assume that, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's just cause like I'm kind of a musician and more of a artist type that they're like, Oh, well you smoke weed. You'd like this, you know? Um, of but, course. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm never offended, you know? I'm like, well, yeah, I kinda, I kinda do. I mean, I, I right. do like it, but, um, Not but as I, much I, as you I think, I, right, right. Um, but yeah, so people have given me a lot of stuff. So I've, I've actually like, kept a little mason jar in my freezer um <laughs> of weed so when I do want it I, you know I mean it's like a random mixed bag of stuff and um and for me I mean it's like incredibly potent although it's probably like mm-hmm. years old now but <laughs> yeah and so but yeah I'd say you know a few times a year or something I'll I'll, I'll get the urge and um and usually yeah it's it's almost always when I'm alone and um uh-huh. uh, you know, just kind of at home and just just getting into something, and usually it it's it ends up being music related. I'll, I'll play
0: play my guitar and, and space out. Yeah. Nice, um, and uh, so you said so, so. Sometimes you get this urge. What what is it? What do you? What's going on in your brain that you're like now? Is a good time to do it? Is there something going on in your life? What what's going on there? I, I think it's the same thing that
1: like. And, I, I, you know, I, it's the same type of urge that just when I feel like, like, like almost like taking a shot of booze, like I just kind of mm-hmm. want, I want, I want like a little quick alter, you know, um, something, you know, something just to, No, and, and for me, taking a shot of booze is not like a depressing thing, like sitting at the bar, like weeping. <laughs> it's more like, it's kind of almost celebratory or it's like, ooh, stuff feels Things feel magic tonight. I'm just going to throw throw in a curveball and see what happens, you know, kind of thing. So, There's something in the air. Yeah, something in the air. Yeah. So, it's it's pretty unpredictable. And, um yeah, just just, just when I think I just want to feel in a spark for whatever reason. Yeah, it's hard, hard to pin down
0: exactly what, what that is. Sure. Yeah, I just want to feel a little bit different that night. Yeah. I mean, just talking about this right now makes me
1: totally like, I'll, I'm probably going to go home and like... <laughs> Break, break out the mason jar from the freezer and see what happens.
0: <laughs> I'm I, I was serious. hoping that might be the case. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and uh, when you do that, can you record your experience and, and uh, record what you think and then send that to me and <laughs> I'll add it to the edit? Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I'm only half joking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'll see what happens. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dealing with technology in that state of mind can probably be a, a bit of a pain, though. Right. Um. So often you are alone. Um but I assume that there have been times when you've been with other people when you're high. Uh, how do you think that they would describe you when you're high? Well, um so when I was
1: smoking more often. So there there was a time in my life um multiple years where I would definitely or there was at least a couple years where I probably smoked weed every day or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was a few more years where it was it was still somewhat frequent, like every couple of weeks or something. Something would come up. It was just more. It was more in my life in my social world. Mm-hmm. Um, so during those times, I think people would probably just describe me as. Uh, I, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird to like you know think about how how someone would describe me. But I overall, I would assume like just kind of like myself, but just a little goofier, uh-huh. um, just, you know, yeah. I mean, I think in general, like when I did smoke with people in a social setting, we were having fun. Yeah. Early on, like I said, I, I used to be super big into skateboarding. And so um for me, smoking weed and skateboarding like went hand in hand, you know, once I combined the two, I was like, oh, this, this is awesome. You know, this rules. And so, um yeah, it was always just having fun, I think, you know, mm-hmm. um, in a social setting you know and when I was alone it'd be more like a lot of art a lot of music hmm. um, but yeah hopefully just giddy I guess
0: yeah <laughs> well and I'm
1: sure I'm sure sometimes I was just like probably like you know stoned to like a ridiculous level but um, but for the most part like I think I was you know kind of keeping it together and staying pretty productive still
0: yeah yeah yeah. one hopes um and, and you are already i think sort of a fun giddy happy person you know from the you know we we haven't had a lot of experience together for a long time but from what i remember and even just talking to you now that's what it that's what you give across so yeah it just seems like that would just be exaggerated even more so sure yeah um and so when you do smoke what What is it that you start to feel? You know, in a very general sense, what does it feel like to be high, do you think? And obviously, this is very subjective. Yeah, yeah. Well, so these days, and this is kind of why
1: I think I started smoking less and less, is like, I tend to get more introspective, more internal and so uh so, so these days like uh smoking socially is is pretty rare for me um mm-hmm. and i have done it a few times and it's it's uh or you know like a few times in the recent years and and i've had great experiences um but often uh yeah i feel like when i do smoke weed i feel yeah i i just like i i i get super in my head you know which uh, you know i'm sure is very common for mm-hmm. a lot of people but um I just yeah I get kind of introspective. I think about my life. I think about decisions. I you know I get a fresh perspective, which which I'm I love having a a fresh perspective on on everything and like minute details that I'm not really even thinking about. You know, so I appreciate that. Sometimes it's it, it feels like more work these days when I smoke. Like it's more of like almost like a internal therapy session with my, my Mm. self. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, um, and, you know, it's so funny because I know these days also like, I mean, you know, Washington state where I live, like it's been legal for, for, you know, some years and, and all the stores have like, you know, so many different uh, varieties and it's really like, it's scientific the way people you know describe like well this has this percentage of this and this is much more of a body high and this one's much more philosophical and i have not retained any of that knowledge of (laughs) what does which stuff like you know indica whatever i'm just like i don't actually know you know give me the one that's kind of weak and is gonna make my body feel good like that's Mm -hmm. usually what what i want because i i think when i am feeling like lately when i do feel like you know Kicking in that little extra spark or throwing in that curveball because there's magic in the air. It's usually not that I really I I, th- I think what keeps me from doing it is like I don't really want like an intense night of introspection. Mm. I kind of just I kind of just want to feel good, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know, and I've had a hard time finding that balance, you know, and um, and I know like there's all the varieties and all that stuff, but the other huge factor is. Is me and the, just my own personal spot and my personal growth and what I'm going through. And um, anyhow, but yeah, that that's generally what I feel uh, when I do smoke weed is like the I, I go down I go down a internal sort of mental pathway.
0: Yeah, and and it's, th- n- it's not necessarily negative, but it's not necessarily like fun. You know? Sure, sure. It's not always the thing that you want to be doing at that moment, but you do you are aware that it. Might happen, yeah, and you know that could sometimes be a reason to have some. Like, hey, I'm really going. I'm I'm struggling with something. I'm going through something that I really want to dig into. You know, I'm sure that's not very common, but that definitely could be a reason for you or other people to to have a little bit and you know see where that takes you.
1: Uh, absolutely, yeah, I, I I agree, and um, and I'm sure there's probably more people out there that I don't know about who yeah who use it more in a medicinal way for like psychological reasons
0: or whatever yeah therapeutic yeah definitely i I think a lot of people do and and because this is not something that you do very regularly and you are looking more for like it sounds like your body to feel good i'm not sure you know if if you'll have uh very specific answers for some of these questions but we'll just go ahead and ask them anyway um how does your level of focus change you know on like a certain task or in a a general sense, or have you even ever thought about that? Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, I don't know if I think about it much, but I mean, just thinking back on my experience, I would say that um, without a doubt, my focus, my level of focus is intense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For me, like, I mean, you know, if if I do set to drawing something, my focus is at the tip of that pen, you know? It's like my entire Mm. existence kind of like gets very concentrated into the task I'm doing, so... Yeah, there
0: is a focus for sure. Um, it sounds like um, you know, thinking back to that first time when, with the with the music and the flame, you were probably pretty focused in on that flame of the candle.
1: Right, right, yeah, or yeah, watching the the light, you know, the light from it, kind of the re- the reflection of it against the ceiling. I remember, yeah,
0: mm. yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, and I love stories like that because you know that's not something that most of us in our day-to-day life are going to focus on. The flame, the reflections of the flame, the light bouncing around the room, you know, that those tend to be things that people focus more on when they are high. And then when you <laughs> do look at those things, you realize, you see the beauty in it or you notice something new about it that you had never noticed before. Um, and so, yeah, I just love hearing stories like that because, you know, it. it you, you sort of just Learn something new about that one little thing, which I just think is beautiful. Right, right. Um, so, what is your sense of time like when you get high? Um, that's a good question.
1: I, I, I honestly, I feel like my sense of time when I'm not high is is kind of skewed. <laughs> How so? so? Yeah, I mean, I'm just you know, I'm you know, I. I feel like I'm not the best at managing my time. Um, I mean, you know, considering, I mean, I, I do run a pretty busy business and so I guess I'm managing it okay. But, um, you know, I'll work for hours and I'm, you know, I'll, I'll like look up at the clock. I'll be like, oh, geez, it's 8 p.m. You know, in my head, it's like feels like four or mm-hmm. something. So um, I kind of get that sort of like lost in the you know lost into a project anyway where I kind of I really lose track of time so um so that's probably that's probably just amplified a little I I guess I haven't really thought about it too much but um I'm
0: certainly not thinking much about time when when I'm high (laughs) yeah you're probably so focused on whatever's going on that you know you you lose time in general which I think is pretty common yeah
1: yeah definitely (laughs)
0: I'm guessing the answer is no, but do you ever work on projects, your guitars specifically, when you get high? Or is that more of a when work is over kind of thing?
1: Yeah, definitely when work is over. Uh, yeah, that that's a no. Yeah, although I I love the idea of it too for the more creative stuff. What, what I do though, I mean, there's so many uh, tools involved, so many... Uh, I don't know. I you know, the the feeling of, 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 of being high and, and diving into a creative project is pretty awesome. But when somebody's paying me to do it and there's a certain amount of precision that has to happen mm-hmm. uh for me personally anyway, uh it, it it seems like kind of not the best idea, you know. And like I said, with, with sharp chisels and stuff <laughs> and, and you know, not, not not to say that other people can't do it, um or shouldn't, but Yeah, for me, it's pretty, pretty separate, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely not for everybody. But you segued perfectly into my next question, which is about creativity. How does it affect your creativity?
1: Yeah, well, how does it affect my creativity? I guess when when I first was getting high, you know, around, you know, 17, 18 and was I was already drawing a lot I always always kept a sketchbook thanks to my mom because she she would always give me sketchbooks for Christmas and stuff and so um had that nice influence as you know about mm-hmm. um, but uh but yeah so I always was drawing and doodling anyway and when I started getting high and started really getting high on the regular I feel like my my drawing style really uh changed you know and uh and just, I think for the better, I mean, it's kind of like, again, there's there's a lot of like cliche jokes in here, but just like, you know, it's like playing, playing music. Like you, you might think you're playing the most awesome thing when you're stoned. And then, you know, if you record it and listen back, you're like, oh geez, it's actually really like kind of lame. It just, <laughs> it just felt awesome, you right. know, or I don't, you know, I mean, so, but I, I do feel like my drawings, uh... You know definitely took on some some new dimensions and you know i i can't attribute it all to the fact that i was getting high i mean part of it was just i was doing it more i was growing i mean i was out of high school and and just you know growing so much just as a young adult in the world but yeah but it definitely certainly was a factor um and there was other stuff too i mean you know i was i was getting high smoking like the the cheap weed that you know I could score in Chicago in the nineties, but also I was, you know, starting to, you know, you know, eat eat mushrooms and Mm. acid and other things like that too, which uh, (laughs) I'm sure all had an effect. Sure. But yeah, how it affects my creativity, I guess, is, you know, generally, um, these days and for the longer term, you know, um, has just, I feel like when I'm high, I tend to focus on my creative project and can delve into it, you know,
0: And do you, does it, do you feel like you're more creative or does it allow you to do something differently that that you felt like you couldn't do before? I don't know. Um, Yeah,
1: I I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, like, I don't know if it makes me feel more creative. I mean, as far as allowing me to do something that I wouldn't have done before. For sure. There is maybe some sort of a loss of some type of inhibition that happens. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of like with, like with alcohol, you know, like you have a couple of drinks and you're like, actually, I can, I, I can get up and sing this karaoke song, <laughs> you know, so like maybe, you know, or
0: whatever. I mean, that's a bad example, but you know. I know. I think that's actually a perfect example.
1: Sure. Sure. Right. So, you know, like you smoke some weed, you're like, yeah you know what i i am just going to mix these weird colors with paints i don't care if it's like you know like right so that maybe there's like something that you might you might just try something or i might try something that i wouldn't have necessarily tried before but i don't know if i could say that that necessarily translates to being more creative because I, I feel like i feel like my personally my creative output is you know has remained
0: pretty strong mm-hmm. through um sobriety or or whatever stonedness. Right. <laughs> um so sort of another stereotypical thing that gets brought up with uh cannabis especially is your memory. Have you noticed uh changes in your memory when you're high or or since you started using it when you were you know a teenager? Yeah. I I
1: definitely um I can't remember right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, yeah I definitely Noticed some short term memory loss. I feel like you know there was times where when I was smoking a lot of weed that are just like kind of gone from my memory where and I'm fine with that, like not like like blackout style, but just like mm-hmm. where it's like, oh yeah, I remember I was there, but like there's like so many details that are just gone, sure. And, and, you know, I can't necessarily 100% attribute all that stuff to weed. I mean, part of that's just the passing of time, too. But, yeah, I I would say for sure there's there's some stuff that are just like, you know, I think what you would typically expect from some memory loss. I don't know if you were going to ask about this later on or not, but also, I mean, to me this is attributed or this is related to the memory question is just the idea of uh, sleep and dreams. But I did always notice that... uh, When I was smoking a lot of weed and if I'd go for periods without smoking weed for whatever reason, I would remember my dreams more often. And I didn't even realize that I wasn't remembering my dreams before that. But all of a sudden it would kind of come in this flood or like, oh, wow. Yeah, I kind of forgot I had not been like really waking up and thinking about my dreams because I just kind of. I'd wake up and I'd be like, yeah, I guess I dreamt last night. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's very common or not. But that was definitely my experience.
0: Yeah, uh, that actually was a question I was going to ask. And I think it was just a couple interviews ago. It That subject came up. And I was like, oh, I should actually add this to my questions because it was not something that I had been asking people. Um, and so I made a point, actually, to put it on the list for today. Um, and so so you said that when you weren't high, you wouldn't necessarily remember your dreams. But when you were high, y- you would tend to remember them more so.
1: Oh, no, vice versa, actually. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, it's like it's something I didn't even really realize when I when I was getting high... On the regular, like, let's say for, like, you know, three months, I had basically smoked weed every day. That's when I was not remembering my dreams. Okay. But I didn't even really realize it until mm. until I took, like, that, like, week or two off of smoking weed. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm remembering so many dreams all of a sudden, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it definitely has an effect on your sleep. Uh, you know, I'm sure this is something that scientists are, are trying to study. Um I'm trying to remember what other people have said. I think somebody has said that they they have more vivid dreams or it affects the type or the you know the the way that their dreams are. I don't remember if they said that it affects their memory of their dreams necessarily. Um, but for you, it sounds like you you have no memory of what your dreams were. so who knows how it affected your dreams at all <laughs> right right yeah, they could have been the most crazy things. I, yeah, and I wonder if that has anything to do with how deep of a sleep you were having was it deeper was it less deep and i i don't know enough about the science of sleep to 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 guess but i'm sure there's something going on there
1: right yeah yeah and as, as far as like deeper sleep or not i i couldn't really say i don't yeah. i feel like i'm i've been blessed with pretty decent sleep all my life so i don't i don't remember it being particularly different than you know other than the dreaming part
0: yeah So that is the end of part one for Devin's interview. Uh, Thank you to Devin for uh, the the, the great interview. It was great catching up with you. Uh, Thank you to all of you listeners for checking this podcast out. Rate and review and subscribe and share and uh, send me a message. All the contact info should be in the episode description. There's email. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can send me messages. Um, And, you know, uh, yeah, just uh, that's all I got to say. Thank you for listening, and next week is part two. Goodbye.